previously on So How About This. I don't need fucking solo. And now, for the shocking conclusion of I don't need fucking solo. You know what I mean? I don't need... I, the, that's the Han Solo movie that came out. Oh, yeah. I don't need... I enjoyed that, though. I was, I was thinking so much about Marvin Peoples. <laughs> right, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that he... Well, was Marvin Peoples was in a movie called Solo. He was, where he was a fucking government-like yeah. cyborg. He I don't did. think I ever saw it. Oh, I'm, it's so good. I, is it? I, what, the wait, Mario Van Peoples solo. Okay. Have um, you seen that? Rappin'? No. Rappin'? Is one of those awful movies that you have to see. <laughs> it's amazing. Like Halle Berry's Cat. Everybody oh, in the ma- everybody in the movie is always rapping and just will, it's like a musical with rap. And then of course rap saves the day at the end of the movie. And then like it because that's what rap's known to do. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then like it's it, never divided. And then he's like walking down the street, and now everyone in the neighborhood's rapping. Like the old Jewish lady, like doop 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 doop. It's fantastic. Nice. Those are some fire ass bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But my my argument has always been don't remake don't tell me more about a story that I don't need to know don't remake a movie that I love take a film oh, that had Solo wasn't a remake t- Solo no, was, not... a, was a side story and it was and... beautiful and I can't wait oh, for Boba Fett oh, oh whoa go uh, whoa you were never able to get past the fact that he doesn't look that much like Harrison Ford no I'm you not can't... so you can't masturbate to <laughs> yeah no I can't sorry get... about your luck go watch <laughs> Clear and Present Day I can't I can't get past the fact that none of what happens in that movie makes one any sense when you look at Solo in the future two how oh give me a second two, oh. let, me, let me get through yeah. this fucking list please let me tell you how you're wrong in <laughs> so many ways this would be an example of a movie I chose not to <laughs> <laughs> oh because, so so sorry you still want to get laid no, I, said, nerd on you. I said to myself I'm going to die one day I don't want to spend my time <laughs> watching that movie <laughs> It was a good, fun movie. I've actually heard it's pretty good. Yeah. First of all, anything with Woody Harrelson in it is going to be worth watching at least once. Mm. Bottom line. Here's one thing I need you to Prove me wrong. James, one thing I need from you is to understand that I have yet to ever understand his critique of anything. (laughs) There's such Like, we can can agree that a movie is a piece of shit, but his reasons for thinking it's a piece of shit... (laughs) I don't even understand. Like, how how was that your problem with the movie? And it's always like one little sliver. Like, I'm going, I'm I'm laying out the, you know in the war movie when you push the map with that flat thing? Yeah. I'm like rolling out the map and going, here's why this movie is a piece of shit. <laughs> this guy's going like, he should have had green hair. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's what you had a he problem with. He was a with. lawyer. Why should he have had green hair? <laughs> nice Patton Oswalt mimic, by the way. Was I didn't even know I was doing yeah. that. Um, I really kind of with the, drop, the explain out yet. It was good. No, yeah, I, that was a legit kind I of I didn't know I was doing <laughs> Um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Solo was terrible. Yeah, so, like, again, there... Uh, so you can say it's nitpicky or whatever the fuck you want to. Sure. But and I, I will. Because <laughs> right, it is. I'm saying, I'm saying even, even the thing where they go, where does Han Solo's last name come from, right? When you just hear Han Solo as a character name, you go, like, oh, this fits in with the Luke Skywalker trope and everything else. It fits. That's it. If you watch fucking Solo the movie, it's a fucking... 
30 second gag that's it's a where, two where, second gag. Your concept of fucking time. Oh, whatever. <laughs> we have our, This is what we're but, fucking arguing but, about. This right here is exactly what I'm talking about. I probably, if I ever watch it, will agree with Rafiq that that moment in the movie was unnecessary. I am not going to paint that one moment across the entire film right. and go, that whole film sucked you because of that one no, joke. No, you know what? Fucking spoiler alerts. Because, no, I'm going to prove to you how fucking short this segment is. Okay. He's saying 30 seconds. I'm going to prove to you how fucking short this segment is, okay? Hans, Han, he gets in, he's trying to hide from bad guys. He gets in line to be a fucking Imperial pilot. He's already like a pilot, but like he's gonna join to like whatever. Yeah. So he's in line. He's looking around, like he's, he's making like sure the bad guys come. He gets up to the front of the thing, right? This is how long the fucking. This is where your name comes from. This is. What like is your name? Seconds. But this how, is no, 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 no. Because Rafik said thirty fucking seconds. He's right, telling a story. You're talking no. about a joke. I'm just getting you up to the point right. of the fucking. I, now okay. this is where you start. This is where when you talk about. Han Solo's <clears throat> fucking whole name backstory. No, this and is by the way he wasn't standing in line for ten minutes of the film. No, no that not, didn't I, happen. No, no, I'm not no, saying so ten is, minutes. So I'm so saying ten seconds. Okay, so no, no. I, wait, wait, go. Right. Hit, hit, this is where Rafik's point starts. Han Solo gets up to there. He's up to there. All right, ready? Start timer. What's your name? Han. What's your last name? Don't really have one. All right, you're by yourself, Solo. Done. Fucking done. Next scene. Literally, screen goes black after that fucking moment. Scene's over. Maybe eight seconds? Maybe eight seconds? I, so, okay. If my perspective when it comes to this is I include the all, like the aspects leading up to that. because that I know has that, nothing to do with his name. Because that's the scene. He's running but away from people. <laughs> what has to do with his name is literally when they start fucking talking. The, everything before is him hiding from the bad guys, and then they talk, and that's but when I, we find out his but name. But again, I oh, you're by yourself, you're, solo. But, Rafiq, I think you're assuming that the entire story arc of that point was just to name him. I would argue that, and I haven't seen it. It sounds to me like it's the other way around. They were writing a story, and they were like, okay, let's have him try to join. And, and then somebody said, I see an opportunity for a joke here. We can say yeah, that okay. his name's Solo. And it wasn't even a, like, they didn't, it wasn't a big guffaw moment. You're like, oh, yeah. like, oh, you're by yourself. Okay, Solo. Boom. You're like, oh, that's how we got the name. Like, it's that. Okay, why are you going, oh, that's how we got the name. Like, it's something to be excited about, first off. It's not, but you're but, fucking pointed. Oh. My, <laughs> my, my point. We got so angry. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the reason why I love you, motherfucker. But, like, that's. <laughs> Here's what's sad now. Not only are the vaginas around us slapping shit, <laughs> but this is being recorded. So in the future, future vaginas, we're basically destroying sex right now yeah. like, for everyone. Like when well, the, when know. the alien apocalypse happens very soon, sure, a hundred years from now, when you know the next uh, society of humans, well, well, the apocalypse happens soon, but in a hundred years from now, when the next human civilization is digging through the rubbles, they're going to come across your laptop. And they're gonna find a power they were, source. And they're gonna be like, what is this? They're gonna hit play. I don't know what Star Wars is. Do you know what Star Wars is? No. But my wife just said she had a headache and went to bed. We could wait till tomorrow to try to repopulate the Earth. I don't know what's going on. What I like about your scenario is like, but we actually have Star Wars because we're aliens. <laughs> We have it because we're pre. What's the alien strike? They're not going to make more Star Wars movies. Like, yeah, but that literally is a Star Wars. That's his point. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, they used to be entertained by this? Like, we just did this thing called Independence Day. We just did that. But, it, but it does sound like that guy, James... Well, no, Rafi kind of pointed... No, no, he didn't. <laughs> this is, Wait, this honey, is, where are you this, going? This is the new religious war. <laughs> is that fucking end of the Simpsons episode? Uh, you know what? Any, if anybody defends the fucking prequels, we gang up on them, because fuck you. Uh, just yeah, the previews. Yeah. I don't even care. Fight me all day. Just the previews for the prequels, Baby Man, and I refuse to watch them uh, so i i go 90 percent. i hated the prequels there is one there's one thing about attack of the clones that i did like and it's that big fucking battle scene at the very end that where, was all right yeah that was, yeah where you're watching the two armies collide yeah. because i like watching that in theaters especially on imax i was like holy shit but then they cool. ruin it fucking five minutes later when fucking uh uh uh, Natalie Portman, what's her fucking character's name? Um, Queen, uh, Padme. Padme, Padme yeah. yeah. When Padme falls out of the fucking rescue chopper, and she starts, <laughs> know, that's so weird. And she <laughs> starts running across. The, like they don't like, hey, we have these futuristic engines. We can go straight up and down, left, right. Like we can hover, whatever. Hey, she fell out. All right, cool. She's good, man. Let's go ahead. And yeah, I know. Fuck it. We'll <laughs> yeah, that's only our queen. She'll find her way back. Yeah, we'll figure this shit out later. She has the worst run, like ninety degree arms, elbows, fucking like, <laughs> like fucking preschool flip books, just like beep 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 beep. Like, dude, what the robot weird? running? No, it's fucking that whole. That was the only one that I saw. I saw the trailer for fucking uh, Phantom Menace, and I said no. And then everybody that saw it was like, eh, you made the right choice. And then Attack of the Clones came out, and I went to give it a shot. I missed some parts because like, I was watching. I was like, I need to go have a cigarette. And then seeing 80% of it never made me go, I should catch that other percentage. Or it made me go, I should watch any of these other movies. Yeah. It made me go, I'm done with this what, shit. One of my favorite things about that scene of her falling out of the like, rescue chopper or whatever is like they're still flying away, and her character will show up later. Right? <coughs> but... The later, the area where she shows up at later, there's no argument of, like, the distance it would have taken her to run there. So it's like... Or how about the fact that, bitch, I'm your queen. Why did you just dip? Like, But because my thing, though, is, like, when you're just looking at the scene, you're like, they, they're flying, like, let's say 100 miles an hour to yeah. this location off in the distance. And she shows up, like, 20 minutes later. And she runs, like, like, a stick figure. Yeah, it's like, it, did she just Terminator run the whole <laughs> way there? Like... I, I am uh, greatly entertained by the fact that you <laughs> have picked just one moment of the prequels as if, like, that's the... Oh, no. I mean, There's plenty the, of I others. I mean, what the fuck? Those that's just the quickest one that comes to mind. Yeah, I know. There's Those plenty of others. Nonsense. <laughs> but, I mean, how we just picked out nine points in that fucking 30-second yeah. scene to be like, no, this was dumb, this was dumb, that was really dumb. What the fuck was yeah. happening here? And that was, like, that's just a, a very easy point of the movie to go... All these things wrong with this one little quick part. How do you think they done the rest of it? Oh, the whole movie. Every, all three of them are just pure nonsense from beginning to yeah. end. No, they're awful. Right. But, Who doesn't love vaguely racist characters <laughs> as primary characters? But back to Rafiq's point, they should not reboot Bad Boys. Uh, it's not enough of an original concept <laughs> yeah. to be boot. Yeah, it's was a, it's a... Was it it's a, a buddy cop movie. Was right? it a great movie the first time? Did we have to? I, I mean, it was a, it was a solid film. I'm not I mean, saying it was wildly entertaining. Yeah. It, it's definitely... I'll, I'll put it like this. It was definitely the Fast and the Furious before the Fast and the Furious. Dude, Martin I Lawrence. never saw any of those. I've never really? saw, I never saw a bad boy or a Fast. And you, you know what? 
I'm fine. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to see any of them. I'm okay. No, well, that is You don't have enough misery in your life, yeah. so I, I gotta bring yeah. you down to my level. Bad boys, bad boys one and two were both marvelously entertaining. Okay. Tons of quotable lines. Like you're not gonna look at it and go like, how did this not win a fucking Oscar? Absolutely not. Yeah. But you will. You'll watch it if you watch each of them one time. You'll be happy about it. Yeah. You know, you know what? That was Probably. not a wasted time. No, it's all right. It's the same thing. It's a good it, popcorn flick. It's a good. Yeah. Uh, hey, TNT is playing it uh, on a Friday night, and I got no place to be. Let's watch and it. And go back. You said you loved uh, Suicide Squad, the comic books. Suicide Squad, the movie, is the exact same thing. If you go into it with no expectations, or at least very little, I went into it going, "This is a movie." About <laughs> somebody <laughs> shot actors. <laughs> this is a movie. Yeah, that's about it. This is there a movie. Are, uh, comic book character. Okay, go. There are like people, that was places and things in this yeah. movie. I can enjoy that. Now, like even as a mild observer, I will tell you the way they did Killer Croc was fucking horrible. Like it wasn't. Even, yeah, it wasn't. Was it wasn't how he spoke or even the little backstory. It was just how they shot it. Like he with which is, as much as they can do with CGI and as much CGI as they did with the other characters and shit, they just they pretty much was like, all right, here's a big head that's somewhat lizard like and a skinny ass body. Like that was yeah. fucking Killer Croc. Like he was six two in the movie. He wasn't yeah, like the six like it, foot or the seven foot monster. They could have done so much more with him. They didn't do anything. I, I, what was that dude's name? Boomerang it, was useless. It, no, but he he dies in the very beginning of the film. It's like Ripley oh, uh, or whatever. Slipknot. Slipknot. Yeah. So just to paint a picture of how fucking terrible this scene is. I think I know what you're talking about. Right? You've had this explained to me before. Oh but. yeah, about how he just straight, they straight up wanted like, to be like his purpose was to demonstrate to the other ones. I basically, blow your head up, yeah, right, yeah. And it's it's one of those like every time they showed that in like the animated versions or like the comic books or whatever it's usually like a tense scene with like a mander or something and this one he's basically like well peace out guys zips away head blows up and you're like he throws an elbow at a guard is his whole getaway plan he's like i'm gonna elbow this dude and then propel to the roof and like none of the other soldiers even raise their guns the one guy in charge is like really okay right boom it's like, like, I can't see you, dude. Like, yeah. you didn't hide or nothing. Like, yeah, like, we were just walking on the street. There wasn't, like, a tense battle. You were slipping out yeah, the back no. door. But it was just, boom, elbow, repel. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, literally all of them just started, like, might as well have been giggling. <laughs> boom. Like, uh, but overall, it is an entertaining movie. But my, so my argument, though, about reboots as a whole is I go, don't reboot the good movies. All right, so here's my question. I've probably asked you this before. How do you feel about, like, Seven Samurai becoming Magnificent Seven? Well, so that's one of those things, kind of how I feel about, like... I slurred my way through it. Magnificent Seven? <laughs> no, it was the... I'm about, not familiar with Seven Samurai. I'm, I'm Seven Samurai with, is yeah. a, a Kuros, Kira... Help me. A Kurosawa. Kurosawa movie. Okay. Black and White Samurai movie. Okay, I'm familiar Magnific- with the genre. Magnificent Seven is an absolute remake. All the way it's down western. to, all the way down to. Uh, well, the uh, there was an original Magnificent Seven western. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not okay. talking about this new bullshit. No, by the yeah. way, the new one is fucking so good. Is it? Oh mm. my god! Look at the fucking cast. Okay. Vincent D'Onofrio, <clears throat> uh, uh, Chris Pratt, 
Denzel, Ethan Hawke. Who's the fucking guy that plays Billy Kate? The fucking the Chinese guy. Uh, uh, he's Glenn from The Walking Dead. No, 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 that's not Glenn from The Walking Dead. <coughs> that guy's in a lot of kung fu movies. Not Glenn from The Walking Dead, the guy in fucking Magnificent. Anyway, it's it's a really <coughs> the original Yule Brenner Magnificent Seven. Okay, is a remake all the way down to there's a guy in that movie who's like crazy and animalistic. Okay, there's a samurai in Magnificent and Seven Samurai who's crazy and animalistic. They, okay. yeah, it's it's a complete. Uh, Fistful of Dollars, that's Yojimbo. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. That old spaghetti western. Again, I... I. So you're okay with that? You're okay with taking Yojimbo and turning it into a Clint Eastwood western? Yes, because uh, to me, I kind of look at it as the same way people do the Three Musketeers. Okay. Where it's like, all, all we need for this movie is we need to have four dudes... One of which who is not a musketeer currently, and three guys who are musketeers, and go. Right? Everything else that happens after this point is the three musketeers but doing the thing. It goes deeper than that, though, because if you watch Yojimbo and then you watch Fistful of Dollars, I mean, it is the exact same thing. Yeah, no, no. Again, I'm, I have no problem changing the thematic genre of it. Okay. And keeping the main plot <clears throat> points. You know? You see what I'm saying? If you if you take the three musketeers and you set it in like nineteen forties gangland, right. I go By the way, Yojimbo did that. There was a Bruce Willis movie called Last Man Standing. Right. And which I, is, I go which is Yojimbo. And I go, that's fine, right? Because yeah. you're you're telling me even though you're telling me the same story, you're telling me it in a new uh, in a new fashion that's interesting enough that I go like Okay, cool. Kind of like a what if. Mm-hmm. So you right. enjoyed Leo and Claire Danes and <laughs> William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. I'm saying I could. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did? Actually, I fuck that. I did enjoy the shit out of that movie. I do like that movie a lot. I've liked uh, a lot of the different iterations of. Well, I mean, pretty much like that whole like forbidden love story. Like we're sneaking around, our families killing each other. Like I've enjoyed a lot of those different types of movies. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, the fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet film, everyone goes, like, uh, it's kind of a guilty pleasure. You Did know you what see I mean? the, like, uh, the Ethan Hawke Hamlet? No. No. It's awesome. Instead of a kingdom, it's a corporation. It's okay. the corporation of... Dane, of uh, my brain just collapsed. Wherever the fuck Hamlet's from. It's... The it's name them. that's the name but, of the corporation. Okay. Barona, it's like Valencia. <clears throat> it's not one of those. No. I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, they're all doing the Elizabethan language, but it's it's, you know, modern dress, cars, you know. That's right. And uh, Bill Murray's in it. <clears throat> and I can't remember the character's name, but uh, the girl who kills herself. Ophelia. Ophelia. Her dad, the whole joke in the play is that he never shuts up and everybody tries to like get him to shut up and he won't right. just so he's that guy and he is doing the Elizabethan Shakespearean language but he's doing it in a Bill Murray cadence <laughs> nice I mean, it's, it's, it's the most amazing thing you've ever seen it's Bill Murray's voice Bill Murray's mannerisms right. Bill Murray's rhythm doing nice. full Shakespeare language it's oh. unbelievable Dude, Bill Murray is just... If he's not one of the greatest human beings to ever walk he's the face of this earth, like... See, I, but this is what I'm saying, is I go, that's an interesting enough take that I go, like, I would watch that movie. I don't need you to well, rehash 
Yeah, I don't need you to be like, this is the story of how Terminators do a thing. Because I feel like you're not doing anything so far-flung but again, from the you're first Terminator about, movie. Again, I go back to what I said before. You're not going to convince me that this new Terminator coming out is a reboot because fucking Lyndall Hamilton's in it and she's old. Well, I'm, I'm not talking about and she's this. she's playing Sarah Connor. And she's playing I'm, I'm, Sarah Connor, I'm, who got old. Yeah, I'm not talking about this movie in particular. Okay. I'm just saying, like, when they do a reboot in general, when they go... We have Terminator, and I think the one that they tried to be like, this is the restart of Terminator, was like Genesis or whatever. I heard that I, was incomprehensible. Right, and I... I so bad. I <laughs> go... I tried. Right, I go, don't do that. Yeah. If you want to do, this is the same Terminator universe, but this is the movie now with old Sarah well, Isn't Potter. that what they did with, like, Salvation? They kind of... I think so. All right, how about this? Well, how do you feel about... <clears throat> Not a reboot, but a obliterating everything that happened in between. So, Halloween 2018 obliterates 2 through, I don't know, 10. Mm-hmm. Like, those movies yeah. never happened. It's Halloween 1978, Halloween 2018, and all that shit in between. Because it wasn't is- like the first 30 minutes of that or so mm-hmm. about, like, the 78, and then it just fast-forwarded time, like... I to refresh the, re- I can't. I, can't I think you're thinking, the, you're thinking of the Rob Zombie movie. So I, yes, yes, I am. I gotta yes, be I honest am. and say I don't have an opinion on that. Okay. I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen enough of those moments. Right, well, how about Planet of the Apes then? Because Planet of the Apes is the same thing when they came <clears throat> out with Rise, Dawn, and War. Was well, it was kind of like they, ta- that about was a the- reboot. That was a straight reboot. Aren't they like more prequels to the original films though? Yeah, I guess because they kind of. They because changed they changed some of the history with just so far of how well, it happened. But in those, because there's a lot of space travel in the there, original. Isn't series. there actually? A, I've never seen those movies, but isn't there actually a moment where Charlton Heston's rocket shoots into space, where you go like? But it doesn't go. Those into, are the character. Like, but see, like Caesar was one of the space monkeys that went and then came back, and but like in the oh, so they did the change the new, Yeah, they changed little pieces they, of it. Do you see the rocket go off? But it was more of like a shout out to the movies. Cause I don't even think. But even I at have that, to rewatch, though, I don't think the rocket actually made it out of the atmosphere. I think something happened and okay. exploded. But, but I think, but even at that, the, like these movies are telling the stories of the apes. They're not telling the story of dude who came to a planet full of apes. Right. You know, I'll give like, you that. Because, because that's a I go. That's like an origin reboot, I guess. Right. I but I, and again, I go. That's a different story. I'm down for that. The thing I keep on trying to get to is like, and that's the thing I want. So you're you're not okay. Hold on. You're not okay. You're not okay with Rob Zombie's Halloween because it's a reboot. But the new Halloween. So there's three movies just called Halloween. God damn it. Right. (laughs) Rob Zombie's Halloween is a full reboot. But the new Halloween is not a reboot. It's a sequel to the original Halloween. Yeah, more along those lines, I'm okay with Here's the thing. I would give Rob Zombie enough creative license to be like, I would watch that because I know he will go in a much different direction. Okay. When you, like, because for me, when I watch a film, I go, every single scene is a painting. Right? Every scene, everything you watch, everything, every little thing about a movie should be leading up to the climax of it. When you see a dude knock a glass off a table... You like Chekhov's gun. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 
You know, when you see I that... I really was going to be like the smart guy who threw you off with that, but you totally knew exactly what I was talking about, and that broke my heart. I'd just like to add that all background noises have been provided by my alcoholism. Oh, good. Please continue. Uh, but I, <laughs> we started this episode with a good alcoholism. I have a problem. But please continue. <laughs> oh, I'm a mess. Don't worry. We'll make fun of it anyway. <laughs> That's what we do, baby. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm an enabler. And if Hi, it my makes name you is feel- Rafika. Uh, how are you doing? Have we met before? If it makes you feel any better, you threw me off with Chekhov's gun. Because I, I, I've heard the name, but I couldn't think Chekhov's of the actual gun movie is itself. the idea that if you go out of your way to show me that there's a gun on the wall, that gun better fire later. Right. Okay. Or someone should try to fire later and find out that it's empty or you know. Well, it right. has to have some importance. It better come in if right. you show it if you if it's not a casual thing, if you show me this, you better fucking use this. Right. If and you're I, if you're describing the room and you just I'm I'm thinking novels right now. You're yeah, describing right. the room and you're you're Oh, well, there's a wide open space. There's, there's a, a wide gas, open space a and rifle hanging he's got some knickknacks there, but then suddenly I focus on this knickknack on top that looks like a bunch of Swords or whatever the hell yeah. that is. Right. If I've gone out of my way, oh, those are sex toys. If I've gone <laughs> yes. out of my way, it's a bunch of spirits to say toys. in the narrative that there <laughs> is a sword sex toy on top of her face, like that thing needs to come into play later. That's called right. Chekhov's gun. So are we writing our erotic fiction right now? Is that what's about to happen? That's it's how it be, starts. It's going to be a reboot of several films. <laughs> <laughs> And Picture. then they all fucked. Yeah. So I cut you off for the 600th time. Yeah. Reboots, Rob I, Zombie. Right. Because I go, and this is the last time I'm going to try this fucking sentence. I'm not going to Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I go, do not reboot a movie that I've already seen. Right? <laughs> let, let me finish. Okay. If you're going to reboot something, reboot a movie that had promise... Like, the story was solid, but it just failed because you couldn't get the right pieces together. Now, you know you just contradicted yourself. How? Because you said Halloween. I'd like to see Rob Zombie's take on that, so I'm okay with him rebooting that. Again, I said the the only reason why I'm okay with Rob Zombie is because I go, Rob Zombie is going to tell, even though it's the same story, Rob Zombie himself as a director is known for going so wildly mm-hmm. left into the right that I go, this is not going to end up being the same story. Sure. He's going to have the same script in front of him, but you know, he's going to be like, oh, they mentioned cannibalism at this point in time, but they never really touched up on it, and then Rob Zombie's going to do a 15-minute scene where you watch cannibalism. Okay, so if we're sticking the horror yeah. movie genre, there have been no fewer than eight Texas Chainsaw Massacres probably mm-hmm. uh, I've seen almost all of them mm-hmm. almost all of them are different stories but do, so you feel a need to have all of those different versions even though they're all similar stories they all focus around the family and mother and the sheriff and Leatherface and, but like they're all different how it all plays together so you're okay with each and every single one of those even though a lot of those we're fucking trash. As much I, as we with be, Matthew McConaughey, I talked about before. He's in one of them with Jessica. No, not he's not the one with Jessica Biel. He's in the one with Renee Zellweger. That's a whole other fucking ones, right, like two or three. Yeah, no, that was maybe four. See, it, four. it was shortly after Jerry Maguire, 
Uh, because like she was like you know at the peak of her popularity, and they thought See, she would that, help the movie. That fucking did that. that. That's my point though, because I go, this is a moment where you didn't get the right pieces together. But the original is one of the top four movies of all time. Yeah, so I go, the original stays because you managed to get all the right pieces together and an original story, and you did things. It sounds more like but what you, you're really saying is that you can't abide by a reboot of something we all agree is fine. Yeah, that's what I said at the beginning. Mm, yeah. Did you? He kind yes. Of did. <laughs> okay. As much as I hate his sense of time, he kind of did say right. that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So it's it's not a question of don't redo it. It's a question of that movie was fine as it was. We all agreed, you know, we all agreed right. that 1984 Ghostbusters was fine. Right. You didn't need to reboot but see, that. If but don't... another shitty movie came out in 1984. That we've all seen. We all don't think. We all don't think that Teen Wolf is fine, right? Because that movie sucks. Oh, so shut your <laughs> mouth, you fucking pagan. Oh, well. <laughs> but here's my thing, right? I I go let let let's the three of us say Teen Wolf is not okay. Yeah, I right? absolutely not. So. The, the, just <laughs> he, won't, he won't even go along with your thought yeah. experiment. Nope. Right. Two out of three say that bullshit. <laughs> right. And one of us is smart. Uh, <laughs> so. So you're not one, and I yeah. guess you're saying Alan's not smart. Well. So. <laughs> How dare you insult Alan like that, you jackass? Um, um, <laughs> I was ready to just accept that I was smart. I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I've always kind of had that idea. But I, but I go, you know, if you take Team Wolf, and let's say we say it's not a good movie, I go... Does it have the elements that it could have been a great film? Fine. Then reboot that. The example I always give is I look at the Good Burger movie, right? Because I go, that was a film that that was a that was a film that had a very specific like late eighties, early nineties track mindset to if it. If you don't watch that Nickelodeon show, then just you're not gonna like the movie. Right. And I go Religiously, you can't watch it occasionally. Right. You have to watch that show religiously. It's the same reason that fucking Borat didn't kill that fucking uh, uh what was he, what was, that, what was, he, what was the other one? Did Boris? No, the Bruno. 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 Right. Um, Bruno didn't do well. No, Bruno didn't do well. Borat should not have done as well as it should as it did, and it only did good on like the first. Like everybody went and saw it the first week, and then everybody after that was like. Well, a lot of that was like people also spoiled it too because like once you see Borat and then you start telling somebody about Borat, there's nothing you can share that is not immediately ruining that joke. Yeah, but like that whole yeah, oh, I, mean, I, I I love Borat when he was on the Ali G show, but, but the, everything I did. All right. Yeah, but my point is is like you take a movie that has you know promise and you just couldn't get it to work or whatever, and you go. All right, this is a solid story. Let's try it again and do something different, and maybe this time it will work. You know what I mean? Because I'm more, I'm more willing to watch. Okay, here's one. Here's a movie we can all agree suck. The Fantastic Four. Which one? Name Never one. mind. My bad. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. right. That you're was, right. My bad. Yeah. What a I, silly question. I said which one of both of them just looked at me like the fuck. <laughs> Was that English that you spoke, sir? <laughs> right. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, the first, the original one was okay. Silver Surfer one was 
Eh. And Are then we going all back to the original unreleased Corman one? No, 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 not I mean, that we, far back. I'm just I'm going to the uh, uh, Jessica Alba, yeah, Chris yeah, Evans. Yeah. That one was okay. Which, by the way, just gonna point this out. It is super weird now that Chris Evans has played two characters in the MCU. So many guys have done that at this point. It's not yeah. weird anymore. I guess. Uh, well, uh, what's really funny is that Chris Evans went from the uh, the Human Torch to the greatest you know hero. Right. Yeah. And but then that's Michael what, B. Jordan went from the Human Torch to possibly one of the best villains that yes. we ever had. Yeah. Because Killmonger, Killmonger and Thanos, I think, are one and two for like the, the best I, MCU villains so the, the far. Only, the only thing that I didn't I like about... I love James Spader, too. He's the, so good. But. The only thing I didn't like about Killmonger is like, there, there's a couple moments where like I was sitting in the audience and I was like, I fucking get it, dude. Like <laughs> My favorite... One of my the thing favorite, I liked about Killmonger is that he was right. Yeah. He was so right. Well, it, it, but he was a dick and he, yeah. like, wasn't, he wasn't concerned about human life. But when he I, was so right... One of my favorite movies or moments ever going to a movie in the theaters was, and this is like my entire life, is when I went and saw Black Panther. And like I went during the day during like a Tuesday. Or no, I, yeah, I went during the day during like a Tuesday or Thursday. Or like whatever day was released, I went as early as I could the next morning. And like there was a couple like black groups. And like the theater was still pretty much full. And I could see like a couple like groups of black people like spread out or whatever. And when Killmonger comes into the palace and like they discover who he is and he looks at fucking Vivica Fox and goes, Hey auntie, you could hear every pocket of black people just go, Ah like, See, and that's my what, point. what am I missing there? Why why is that so great? Because that's just why did that's, that's, that, that's black because <laughs> auntie is Hey like, Mima <laughs> Well I mean I know what an auntie is. Yeah. I don't know why that's so It's important. just like the most hoodish way to say it and you're in the palace uh, African right, queen. Right, right. So, I, but that's my point. I go, don't remake fucking Black Panther. Oh, God, remake, <laughs> right? Remake the Fantastic Four movie because I will sit through a shitty reboot of the Fantastic Four until you get it fucking right. Well, what I heard is that the you last know? reboot, um, the one or not, yeah, the last reboot, the one with Michael B. Jordan, that was such a pile of trash. The only reason it got put out. Is because they were up at the end of their contract with Marvel. Yeah, Fox was, and they. It's like every if you don't make a movie That's in this every yeah. seven years, and it was like at the six year mark, and they're like we. I mean, it's something like, but basically they put out the movie in like way less time than they should have. Like they just push out a script to keep the uh, to keep the name, and they were planning on rebooting it immediately. But then all the buyouts started happening, so they're just but, like, oh, this is yeah, a way to get a But paycheck. that's my point. I go again. Don't fucking do another Black Panther movie. Do another, you know, Fantastic Four and get it fucking right this time. Stop half-assing it. And do the, <laughs> like, do a good movie because then I'll go. Great. Now I don't gotta fucking see these anymore. You told a great story, right. or you told a great story. What's the what happens next? Right. I, I gotta reboot and. Stop I'm, rewriting. So. Yes, yes, reboot Green Lantern. No reboot yes. Black Panther. Yes. That's your overall point. Exactly. Right. <laughs> because I go, Green Lantern has potential. Yeah, Green Lantern would be great. Boy, did you fuck this right, up. Right, right, right. All right? So show me, the, show me the film that I know is there. Hands down, my favorite moment in Green Lantern was Bad Guy. I've only seen it once. Bad Guy with a Big Head has attacked a party. It's a whole group of people. They're at a party. Yeah. Huge party. Green Lantern swoops in, saves the day, 
And then the very next thing you see is bad guy is back at home in his apartment. <laughs> like, <laughs> he later didn't chase him down. Nope. Nobody said, hey, where'd that guy go? And he went, I guess I'm going to go home and take me a little nappy poo. <laughs> oh, that movie was so... It, I, I love Ryan Reynolds, so I will always give him the benefit of the doubt. And, it, and I've watched it a couple times, but I'm just like, ah, this is so... I, I have seen the Green Lantern movie twice. The first time I saw it, because I was genuinely like, I want to watch this film. And the second time I watched it, I was watching it with this girl that I was talking up with. And we specifically watched it because we were drinking and just pausing it every couple minutes to just unload. How about the fact that, like, how about the fact that Kilowog trains Hal Jordan? But it's not a montage. Yeah. He's he's just giving him fact. Right. Next fact. (laughs) Next fact. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, he like elbows somebody and goes, Hey, I train him good. Right, I? yeah, exactly. You guys trained for 20 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Like, you told him this is how you do this. You didn't help him do it. You're just like, This is what you do when you want to do this. Well, how do I get to that point? Ah, you'll figure it out. Right. You're, you're a smart kid. One of my favorite <laughs> things is like, Kellogg doesn't even train him throughout the whole thing. No. Like, Sinestro shows oh, up. Oh, right. Sinestro yeah. right. training him. And then, and like, he's beating his ass. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, What? what What's going on here? Like, all right, I'm gonna pitch you guys a reboot. Okay, and right. I guarantee you. Now, are we are we two separate film companies? Are we partners in the same company? How's this? Going? Uh, you know what? Yeah, let, let's. I wasn't gonna do it like that. Let's make this little game. All right, all right. So we'll we'll bid for the movie. Uh, tell me how much, how many millions upon millions of dollars and royalties you would give me. Okay, I'm gonna remake Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Okay. Starting or starring, starting, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson mm. as, as the the lead role, the the, the, the teenager. Uh, no, the <laughs> no, it wasn't no, the, the sheriff. Dwayne the, the Rock sheriff. Johnson. The sheriff. No, the sheriff was more of the lead than the teenager. Okay, all right. Uh, the, so the sheriff. Um, I want Kevin James to do the screenplay and do the write up. And I'm going to let James Gunn direct. Or not James Gunn, I'm sorry. I'm going to let... Uh, oh my god, fucking... Cameron. James Cameron. James, James Cameron, Cameron direct. And I'm going to let Cameron <laughs> and... Uh, or no, not Cameron. What the fuck am I... Joss Whedon. Sorry. Joss Whedon. Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. So Joss Whedon so direct. Kevin James. Kevin Smith. Kevin Ke- you said Kevin James. James. I did not yeah. say Kevin James. Yeah, you did. Put, you absolutely you said go Kevin back James. And see. I just really want to put James in this. All right, uh, let me start over. Kevin Smith <laughs> the is Rock. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm the Rock. The Rock stars. Kevin Smith uh, does the write-up. Uh, Joss, Joss Whedon, Whedon directs. And you can go as fucking campy 80s sci-fi as you want, or you can go as... I'm going to let them control that. So, so basically what you're saying is... How much I'd money li- do I get? I'd like to pitch a movie where these masters of their art do their <laughs> thing, but and I just profit off of it yeah. by having... I just realized that you're not even involved in yeah. the film. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, no, God, no. what if we got all these other guys? <laughs> I haven't talked to any of them, but what I'm if... I'm a liaison. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure I'll play like a delivery guy or something. It's fine. It's But like that's that's the... That's what I would want to see remade. Now, I, I, like, I want to see that reboot so with like as an avarice-driven piece of shit film producer. I will fund this project. <laughs> as a fan of movies, every 
element you added to it made me want to bury myself further into the ground. What do you have with the rock? <laughs> I don't have a problem with the rock, but has he done anything spectacular? Have you not seen Jumanji well? That I've not seen. I've heard it's great. So I literally went into it with like, this is probably going to suck. And I would imagine it's going to suck. Kevin and that, Smith writing makes me want to shoot myself right in the dick. Get the fuck and out of here. Joss Whedon's, Joss Whedon's a good director, but you there's only so much... You, by the way, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, it's The Blob. It's 100% the exact same film. It's The Blob. An asteroid kills a homeless man. Two teenagers go to the police. The police go, oh, you crazy kids. You, I mean, it is step oh, by step. Oh, what in the blob did they find a spaceship with giant cat candies wrapped human beings? That's the only... And you see what, a clown, and the clowns attack the fucking punk rock with the band. Yo, look at this clown. Dude, what? I oh don't have God. a problem with Killer Class <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you it's the blob. Watch the 60s blob. Watch Killer Clowns. It's I've the watched same the Killer film. Clowns more than the 60s blob. Uh, the Blob was okay. I, I, I don't know that Joss Whedon's the guy for The Blob. See, or he, for Killer my, my art, My issue with this film project is I go, the elements you described all sound great, but Josh Whedon's sense of writing is completely different than Kevin Smith. That's why Josh Whedon doesn't get to fucking write it. Josh right. Whedon gets to fucking live out Kevin Smith's adventure. But that's what I'm saying is even from a directorial standpoint, All right, so you're let's going re- to let's replace you're have him with uh, somebody like Whedon is going absolutely going to restructure the script to make it a Whedon film. Right, Ooh. and that's that's my argument against it because I go. Right. So but as, who else would you have directed as a piece of shit avarice director? <laughs> right, yeah, you, you are. Oh like, yeah, click, oh, you click. said these three names that I've heard before. Go. Click. Okay, yeah, so right? pull out Whedon, and who would you who would you put in? Because I want somebody with a sci-fi background. That's that's. I thing. think that with a film like okay, now as a now I'm, I'm not talking as a. You could go Cameron. <laughs> I'm not talking as a film job. producer now. I'm talking as somebody who likes movies. I would actually go with somebody more indie um, minded. I, I can't. I couldn't give you a name off the top of my head. But I wouldn't be against. Uh, and I'm going to say this wrong. Taike Watiti. Tell me something that person has done. Ragnarok. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he, I, you know what? Sold yeah. as yeah, a yeah. fan and a producer. Now I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. He would be perfect for that film. Because when I first thought of this remake, it Ragnarok kind of come out yet, but now like as soon as you said more indie, I was like, he he kind of got that because he had done smaller shit until the the like, Ragnarok, and they gave him full reign, and he fucking crushed it. Even the little bit that he got to handle for fucking uh, uh, Endgame was magnificent. Dude, Dude, did you Ragnarok guys- like. I don't even know how much of that movie I processed because it was so Jack Kirby that I was spending the entire film going, oh my God, this is the movie I've always wanted to yeah, see. I, I, like, I, I no longer even <laughs> cared what was happening. I just it watched it just, again tonight. It it's so like, good. fuck yeah. me, Jack Kirby comics are finally on the screen. I, for real. I remember you. I remember when you saw it, you sent me a text message going like, this is all Jack Kirby. I love this. And I was like, <laughs> wait until the Eternals... <laughs> Oh fuck me! That's right. Yeah. Eternals is coming out. That's gonna be uh, Ragnarok oh two is coming, which is weird to me. I and you know that I DC I, gave the new gods to that girl who made A Wrinkle in Time. I, uh, 
Do you know I, how tragic that's going to be? Look, I read I, uh, A Wrinkle in Time was one of my favorite books as a child. I even reread it once as an adult, and I loved the fucking book. And the movie came out, and I got stupid excited. And then the first person that I know that, like, we had talked previously about, like, how much we enjoyed the book as children, they just, like, before I got to see it, they are like, dude, don't, don't. And I was like, yeah, cool, you know, sad, yeah, really sad, yeah. but I'm not going to see yeah, it. Yeah, you don't want to see, you don't want to see So Oprah basically what's going to happen <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen is Marvel's going to make the Eternals movie, and it's going to be done right. And it's going to be like, oh god, Kirby is all over the screen. Oh, Kirby <laughs> is blowing a load in my mouth right now. And then the woman who made Wrinkle in Time is going to make the new gods. And instead of having that same emotional, it's just going to be like, why is this happening? <laughs> but as a Suicide Squad fan, you're getting a complete reboot under James Gunn. Now that is exciting. And my James understanding Gunn is magnificent. My understanding is that he's also a big fan of the original comics. Which is, I'm if all of that is true, and he's allowed... Because here's what happened with the other guy. The people who cut that movie together literally are trailer people. It's a pl- Yeah. My yeah. company works with them. They're called Trailer Park. They're really <laughs> good at making film trailers. And because the film trailer got such a great response, Warner Brothers went, I know, we'll give a narrative to people who cut film trailers together. <laughs> and Trailer Park cut together a fucking movie called Suicide Squad. So, my point is, if James Gunn is left to the fuck alone, he'll make a great Suicide Squad the, the movie. Very yeah, what, what you're telling me, though, what you, Alan Dempsey, are telling me, <laughs> is that Jared Leto is not the greatest Joker of all time. I didn't time. even see the movie. I couldn't even answer that question. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's what I'll say about Jared Leto. You saw the movie. You saw the trailer. Like that. Okay. So, <laughs> look, he... I honestly don't think he was bad because of something that I read before that I saw the movie. And so when I went in the movie, I had this in the back of my mind and it made way more sense. A lot of the... A lot of what people were saying was that it doesn't look like the Joker, it doesn't act like the Joker, but they're thinking of the original Joker. A Joker who would have come to adulthood through the system in the 80s or the 70s or whatever. So you're looking at a movie in 2000 and what was that, 16, 17? Something like that. Um, so at that point, Jared Leto's Joker was in his late 20s, early, or probably mid 20s, I think, is what the way they played him. Maybe early 30s. So he would have gone through the juvenile detention center and, and all these like jails and shit in the late 90s, early 2000s. So, so he would have been extreme. Well, no. <laughs> but like, having tattoos. Instead of stealing fruit pies from Batman, it's like, my here's Blazer Go-Gurt, Batman. Well, no, like, I'm not in, because he doesn't go all that far, but like, getting tattoos, getting silver fucking over I, your canines, the things that like, he did in the movie, like, like that made him look so different. If you think about it in the aspect of the time that we're in, that's how a character like that would look. Because he wouldn't I, give a fuck about societal norms. He would go more outrageous. He wouldn't just dye his hair green. He wouldn't just have the... He'd have the fucking hand, the smile like, tattooed oh, over his fucking hand. He'd have the things like, I, I, that I, he has in the movie. I get that, but I, I feel... The, both him and Harley are just fucking psycho candy. That's well, all that, it is. That's what the people love about those characters so much that they're so unpredictable and so mentally unbalanced. Yeah, but I... I think I, that the, the thing that I... I hear exactly what you're saying. I'm not even disagreeing with you. But if you look at 
the Joker as the the being of pure chaos. Right. Right. That's what he is. He saw Batman and went, "That guy's pure order. I want to be pure chaos." That I mean, right. any version yeah. of him comes from that. Right. So this guy who is insane, who laughs a lot, who has this chalk white skin that people call the Joker, he started to use it as a brand and he wrote ha 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 all over his arms it's not because he's actually having an emotional insane reaction it's because it's become like his trademark yeah, like he's an so, influencer so, on Instagram so he's written ha ha he's written the word damaged across right. which is to obviously contradict like I'm laughing but I'm dead like it's just one of those things where it's like this is who I like I'm putting it out there because I don't give a fuck what people think like and it, Again, I get the point that you're making. It kind of doesn't make because it's like a brand. And so, but I'm looking at it. It's not a brand. It's just him I, getting so like what people saying, get tattoos. So I'm gonna get this tattooed. I'm gonna get this in my tattooed. mind because I didn't see the film. Yeah. But I thought if they're going more for he is a gangster who is playing up an image, and part of that image is getting the tattoo on the hand and the ha 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 on the arm and the damage across the forehead. That to me made total sense. Like, he's playing with this idea that I'm the crazy guy. Yeah. You know, that I'm fine with. But to to tell... Because, again, I don't know if that's how he was portrayed in the film. But to tell me, like, he is legitimately an insane person who laughs all the time. And then he went and got ha 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 on his arms. Like, I don't, I don't get well, that. The way that he plays it in the movie is that he's the absolutely insane guy who has enough... Like where I, I think what See, you're saying is that he's gangster with a little bit of insanity, so he plays up the insanity. Right. Whereas the way As that a he's brand. the way that he comes yeah. across in the movie is more that he's insane with just enough sanity, like just enough gangster in him, like where they're steering the insanity. Like it's See, not the, and the, my, my, like the insanity is in the him. forefront, but there's just enough mindfulness about him to. Which I think has always been the character because he always has a huge empire. He always has minions and he always has this. That's so like, he's crazy. I'm also, as we're talking, I'm thinking about Gigi Allen, who was a crazy person who would get tattoos on himself to let you know, oh, by the way, I'm the crazy guy. Yeah. You know, so See, my, fair enough. My issue, though, is that when you look at the Joker as a narrative force in something, he's a force of nature, right? He is. I don't the, have a problem with reinterpreting. I don't have a problem with going, like, I want to do a gangster thing with this guy. Because, okay, if I, I want the Joker I've loved since I was a kid, I've got thousands of things I can read. Right. I, I, you know, it doesn't need to be my Joker every fucking time. Right. right? And that's fine. But again, I, to me, I go, reinterpret the character, but you need to keep the spiritual essence of the character in some shape or form. What? When, because when I watch Jared Leto on the screen, even if you're going, oh, he's more of a gangster than he is an insane person, there's no moment where I felt like this is a force of nature. This is a something terrifying in himself. This was more of a, like, this is a guy who got hired to play the Joker. If somebody had come on screen and, like, halfway through the film and been like, hey, by the way, you're doing a great job as the as the boss, right, boss? I, mean, I, I would have been like, got it. Like, I understand what you're saying, the force of nature thing, and I don't disagree, but I, that is a more modern, since the 80s, 
That's you know, fair. Prior to that, he really was a just a criminal. Well, and, we really know. got so absolutely spoiled with Heath, Heath Ledger. And Mark Hamill. Like, I mean, Mark Hamill, yeah, but like they, the on-screen persona, like the visual representation that Heath Ledger brought through with every fucking nuance, every, every right. body movement, like he, that is some of the best work that I've ever seen of any character where you have an idea of the character established already. Like, and, and this is across all genres, all movies, books, comics, whatever. When you have, a, a, a at, at the very least, a vague idea of what this person or who this person is, and then to see something on screen that just changes the, the entire history of that character for you. Like, Heath it, Ledger was just, holy fuck. But, but again, <laughs> my, my argument there, though, is you watch Heath Ledger in that thing, and you still feel like the Joker is a force of nature. Well, like you said, that's a newer concept. Yeah. So he has that, I'm a force of nature, this is something new. He also has I mean, that history, but he's very cunning in that movie. Because what right, is he go saying? Back, that dude, do go I, back to the animated series. He's a gangster. Yeah, you know. But again, you he, s- like you. There's no point where I watch the animated series and I don't think the Joker is a force of nature in that either. But look, in the movie, he the, says, I, "I do I look like a guy with a plan? I'm a dog chasing his tail." Yeah. But if you look at the movie, the entire fucking movie from minute one to the left is a plan, and not just a like a very intricate like from his first bank robbery right. until fucking setting the bombs on the ships he, everything is a plan intricately planned and brilliantly and the whole time everybody else in the movie is looking like oh this dude's just bad shit crazy and he is but he's also fucking brilliant but that's, that's the force of nature thing again that I'm getting at it's just like this is a thing that you're watching and if Batman is pure order he is pure chaos Right. Oh yeah. He goes. I don't have a plan. Meanwhile, the I whole thing is a plan. Effort. Did you ever right. read uh, No Man's Land? Yes. Did you ever read No Man's Land? I did not. Gotham gets hit by an earthquake, and America just basically votes not to rebuild. Yeah, they're like and they, this they place. blow the bridges. They give everybody in Gotham like however much time to get out. They blow the bridges, and just it's No Man's Land now. Joker steps out of Arkham. And everybody's kind of like, hey, you're ready to do some crazy shit now, right? And he goes, no, I think I'm good. Because he his world has been realized now. Yeah. <laughs> it is pure chaos. Yeah. And he's just like, I think I'm okay. And the minute that uh, the people like revote and America's like, all right, we're going to rebuild and they're starting to reestablish and Lex Luthor gets involved and he's going to pour money in. The minute that happens, that's when the Joker strikes. Because he's like, no, fuck that. Yeah. You're not going to refix all of this. Yeah. This was my world that I wanted the whole time. You were leaving me alone. I was so happy. <laughs> yeah. It's great. All right, boys, we are at 147. Wow. This is the longest episode we've ever had. I Holy know, shit. Right? Yeah. All right, James, thank you for coming. No problem. Oh, Hopefully, always. I was entertaining. I think you were. Yeah. I'm Alan Dempsey. And I'm Rafi Sheen. One more time, this guy is James Bailey. Follow me on all social media, James Bailey. Haha. James Any Bailey, shows uh-huh. coming up? Anything you want to plug? Um, do, uh, we don't know when this is coming out, so uh, if you say August anything real 8th, recent. August 8th, I'll be at the uh, Improv. I'm doing a guest set. Matt Fernandez is headlining. That'll be a fun night. Um, always check out Zebra Corner on YouTube. Uh, we do hilarious 
uh, parodies of Chevy commercials, of any any commercial. They're like, oh, these are real people and they're actors. We're like, bullshit, and we shit all over it. <laughs> Mostly Chevy because they're such easy targets. Like Zebra Corner on YouTube, you'll fucking love it. Uh, that's I I got shit in Wisconsin. If you guys got listeners yeah. in Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> we have. Well, we're part of what is known as the internet, so <laughs> Ooh, people in internet. Wisconsin can't find us. Right. They absolutely can. I will uh, br- uh, uh, promote this to my friends in Wisconsin. But yeah, the twenty yeah. third, I'll be at the Nomad doing a uh, roast and peace show where you do fifteen minutes of comedy, and then every other comic on the show tears you to pieces, and you have no rebuttal. So. I'm, Mm. Me and my insecurities like a are lot looking of forward to that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna cry. It's so, <laughs> so James Bailey, haha, Zebra Corner, and uh, so how about this? How about this? How about this?